never be more love than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Let's sing that again. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make
Straight. 
Low, mighty breath of God, move upon this place.
Yes. Father, we feel your awesome presence. We acknowledge you this morning, God. We were out in North Carolina, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, several years ago, and in a big uh, conference by what's his name, Rick Joyner, a strong prophetic voice in those days and even today, and. Uh, He'd taken, he'd taken in uh, an old preacher that the rest of the church world had thrown away because of some things that had happened in his life. And Rick uh, had taken him in and gave him a place to live, gave him a place to minister in his church. And basically took care of him. He was old and couldn't take care of himself. The church took care of him. He got up and prophesied over the meeting and what was going on. The center section, my daughter and daughter-in-law at the time were sitting in that center section and he begins to speak over that center section and he said the wind of God and he's moving his hand over it and he said Rachel was telling us later she said told her mom she said mom said, you could feel the wind blowing when he was praying I was just reminded we've been looking at New Testament stuff for quite a while now and it just kind of takes me aback 
a little when I think on what it's actually talking about. How do you treat your brothers and sisters in Christ? It's not about those that are not. It's written to churches. Most of these letters are written to churches and to Christians. This is how you act. You don't, and you don't do this. Don't do this to your brothers and sisters. And I'm just amazed how how we like to change the scripture to fit us instead of us fitting in to what God is saying and doing. I, I had spent a couple of hours last night uh, counseling, I guess you'd call it. And uh, I came away from there with this thought. The thief comes not but to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Abundant life. The abundant life is in God. It's not it's not, you can't find it. You can't get there from here. It's impossible. You can, you can get back to the root of everything. You can pull up and dredge up old memories and, but without God. There is no abundant life. In the abundant life, it, it requires us to be a certain way with other people. It just, there's no way around it. It's our, it's how we do things. It's how we talk. Do we talk about or do we encourage or try to speak the word of God instead of the word of man? In the, I say we're pretty good about it, I think, here. I think we're pretty good where we don't talk about you unless it's good.
God wants us to have the abundant life. He's not withholding it because of sin. If we're if we're getting off uh, He is a good father. He is a good father. And he has good things for us. And they're the taking. And it, all it requires is that we go into his presence. And you say, we can't, I can't. But you can. Because that's the mystery of God. And the mystery of the of this gospel is that we can go in into the presence of Almighty God and petition Him, and we can go back the next day and petition Him, and we can go back the next day and we can petition Him. He didn't, until it comes to pass, we can be there every day. But we should be there every day. There shouldn't be a lapse. It should be getting into his presence every day. I guess I'm preaching to the to me uh, this morning, but he wants to give us abundant life. And abundant life. What does that look like? What is that? What? Can't hear you, but his breath in our lungs, yes. Yes. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. Show forth the goodness of God. That's what the word says. Show it forth. Show forth. That means to let it come out of you. Let it bubble up. <laughs> Overflow. Let people know. Let people see. The abundant life. I've shared with you recently the, how that we went all over the world and we paid for our own way. Because God made a way. Or when we were obedient, Laura got to go on one of those trips with Kay 
you pay your way? <laughs> she paid her way. She's just a young teenager back then. Not much older. God made a way and it that brings her here today, you know, by being obedient then puts her here today. And thank God she's here. Amen. We're glad that you're here with your family. We're glad. We can be glad that God made a way when it looked like there was no way. Right? He made a way. Jesus says, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. Lord, when did we do that? Anyway. You've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. I think I don't speak out of turn when I say that we've done we have done quite a bit there's quite a bit for us to do yet God will make a way I'm confident in the fact that he will make a way Doesn't come from man. In my counseling last night, I said, if we can't get there, we're not going to get there without God. I said, it's impossible. What you want, what you're after, it requires something of you. You have to bring God into the picture. 
I said, without God, it will not happen. It's not going to happen. And that's where we are. We have to have God. We have to have his presence. We have to have his approval. We're looking for approval. And I guarantee you, God knows how to speak to us so that we understand that he knows our hurts, he knows our problems, he knows everything about us. I, I'm reminded of, of uh, Peter. When Jesus first met Peter, he said, uh, he was called Saul, and he said, your name will be Peter. Well, if you read the New Testament, throughout the rest of the time up until Jesus' uh, crucifixion, Saul was, or Peter was, called Saul. Saul was called Peter. No. Peter was called Saul. No. Paul. Paul. Was Saul. Peter was called Cephas. I'm going to get it straight. I had it wrong. Peter, yes. He said you would be called Peter. And he never was called Peter up until the time of the, when he finally reverted back to himself and he said, I will, I'm going fishing. He's, in other words, God had called him to be a fisher of men, but he was going to be a fisher of fish. He said, I'm going fishing. After he had denied Christ, And he came in and Jesus asked him, he says, at that point, he said, do you love me? And he asked him that. And he said, you know I do, Lord. Three times. And I think in the process of that, God was letting him know that he knew everything about him. That he, that he had helped nothing back and he called him Peter. And then the next time that you see Peter, it says in the word that Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and he preached. The most powerful, one of the most powerful events in the Bible when the Holy Spirit came in, was ushered in and we see him, you know. So God God knows. He knows us, he knows where we are, he knows what we need. There's no uh, lack. He doesn't he has everything that he needs to take care of us the way that he said he would do if we allow him to.
Let's, let's look at ways to having His presence in our life, in our daily walk. Let's look at and see if we can... It's more than... It's more than just knowing Him. It's about Him taking care of us in a way that it can't be done by man. It just simply cannot be done by man. But God. By his wounds, we are healed. Yes. Amen. But I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Amen. Amen. So Sean and Dana are out this morning with some kind of bug. Rusty's in Colorado. I don't know where the Harrys are, but uh, they're wanting to come and be a part of this body. We're missing Kim still. But uh, we'll let you pray. Father, I thank you for your presence here. that your Holy Spirit would fall upon this entire region. That McAllister would be changed by Holy Spirit and by his intervention in the lives of men and women, boys and girls. Lord, we love you and we love your presence here with us. We're just amazed that you choose to dwell with us. Lord, I ask that you change us into what you want us to be. that our hearts would be open to reach out to people, to minister to people. I thank you for bringing new people into this place.
Lord, we give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Make a declaration, John. As we have given back to the Lord a portion of what He has given us, we declare that He teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth and supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. We bless Israel. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And as he blesses us, his way becomes known on the earth and his salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing you for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, debts paid off and transfer of wealth, prosperous businesses, our vats filled with oil and our coffers with gold, expenses increased, Blessings increased, heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, miracles, and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for more than enough so we can give into your kingdom, co-labor with heaven, see Jesus get its full reward. Amen.